0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Las Vegas. This is The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Going bell to bell with the best in professional wrestling news, entertainment, and lots of Sin City surprises from inside the squared circle. Now, let's get to all the exciting pro wrestling action and bring on the host. Here is Mark Hoke. All right, everybody. Good morning, Las Vegas. Yeah,
1: baby, let's do it. A little pro wrestling action coming at you here on the Mark Hoke Show. We are excited to be with you here on 101.5 FM. K-Dawn, the talk of Las Vegas, because, you know, we're just that darn good. You know, it's, it's Sunday morning, and the building was empty and quiet, and now it's just loaded with peeps everywhere, guys, everywhere. There's a lot
2: of energy in the building. A lot, today. Of, energy, a lot of energy.
1: Man, I'll tell you what. I mean, just coming off Backlash last night, there was a lot of energy in San Juan last night oh, for man, sure.
3: Man, those Woo. foreign crowds are the best. They really yeah. are. They were in it. I love it.
1: It was a lot of fun. It really was. Well, I'm Mark Hoke. Thanks for being with us today. We're going to be bringing you all the pro wrestling news. Fit to print. Do they print anymore? Sure they do. Yeah. Some, somebody does. Is Meltzer still printing his newsletter? Probably not. No? Yeah,
3: I don't think
1: so. I don't know. <laughs> I would hope not. Fit to, fit to type on that internet <laughs> machine. We've also got Brian Ronovich from Las Vegas Wrestling Scene. What's up, buddy?
3: Oh, man. Tired. Busy, busy weekend. Busy weekend. Yeah, you were all over the place. A lot of family in town. Big show Friday. We were at the show last night. So, a lot of good stuff.
1: There you go. And, of course.
3: Watching Backlash, obviously.
1: Yes. Had to watch that. Oh, yeah. And, of course, we have the smooth, dulcet tones. (laughs) Yes, sir. (laughs) Of the David Difference joining us on the show as well. Oh, hang on.
2: Harry oh, Bell. what a difference
3: a Dave makes.
2: Good morning, everybody. <laughs> um, it, it's Sunday. It's magical. Hulkamania is running wild today. That's right. Man. You know,
3: you do have that kind of R&B DJ voice. Like, let's listen to a little Marvin Gaye. Yeah, Got right. a little Marvin Gaye for <laughs> Yo, it,
1: it was funny, Dave. I, cause I, I, <laughs> I do have to admit, there's I do play another station in my car when I do my Ubering stuff that I do. Okay. And, you know, it's a jazz station. Cause i gotta keep everybody chilled out and you know i heard a couple of the the djs on there yesterday and i kept thinking of you and i'm like man he would sound good on here
2: well it's let's just let's yeah. make it happen you the guy around here ain't you
1: Am I the guy? Well, at the moment, nobody else is here. Yeah, yeah. his
3: name is on the sign. Right, right. It kind of makes him a guy. Should
1: should we just start running around to all the other stations here at Odyssey Las Vegas and just go on the air? (laughs) Let's do it. Oh man, I don't know if the GMs would appreciate that very much.
3: We'll do our own invasion. Our own wrestling years. invasion. We just walk into other people's stations. You're like, we're taking <laughs> over. Get out of here. Right. Oh,
1: that would be a disaster. Oh, man. Oh. It would
3: be a great last day, though. Because be, yeah, yeah, remember we'd... that day we
1: got fired? <laughs> <laughs> Went out with a bang. Sure what was that movie? High Fidelity. No, it wasn't High Fidelity. What was the one where they took over the radio station? Uh, dude, Where's My Car? No. no. I, no I, I know nothing
3: about it, but I do think that is the movie. I know that's great, right? I said I didn't know anything about it, but that I think it's the movie. Yeah. But it sounds right. Sounds well, right.
1: Well, somebody check, will check that uh, out if anybody really cares. Much. But oh, <laughs> we're also going to have a very special guest. <laughs> I'm uh, he's here now, but we will have him definitely coming on here in the second hour. And, guys, if, if you haven't been around the Las Vegas wrestling scene very much, shame on you. Yeah, seriously. Number one. I mean, you're missing a ton. But we have with us today a 15 year old professional wrestler prodigy. 15. Now, I, I i gotta I gotta say this though, just as a waiver, he's it's 15 in 364 days. Yeah, mm. it's his birthday tomorrow.
2: You mean it's his birthday tomorrow? It's his birthday tomorrow. <laughs> oh,
1: that's exciting, man. So, so we are going to be having Bodie Young prodigy on the show here. So that's going to be a lot of fun and. I'm excited. I, I got to tell you something. If you think you can't be a professional wrestler, well, some of you can't, but if if you're sitting around saying, hey, I can't, do, I don't think I can do it, man, this kid is awesome, and he can do it. So if he can do it, you can do it too. So maybe head over to FSW and start training. They have a kid's class over there, by the way.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure he'll get into that I'm and sure, break yeah. down his journey.
1: He's got plenty to say about the kid's class. Yeah, so we're going to talk about all of that and, of course, Bodie Young Prodigy on the show. Well, guys, because I didn't want to start off ranting like I did last week, I'm going to save that for a little bit later. All right. (laughs) (laughs) YouTube apparently enjoyed it. Um, I want to start talking about Backlash last night. And while uh, not sure how much it's going to advance too many storylines, there were a couple. But I have to say, a great, great show. If you just take Backlash for what it was, that was a blast, a great, terrific crowd, very excited you know a lot of references to Puerto Rican wrestling and the history of uh wrestling in puerto Rico and just man they were and they were fired up i mean that was that was a just you know an awesome atmosphere always seems to happen when you take things out of the u s people kind of seem to get into it a little bit more.
2: I think, so. uh, yeah, the rarity of it, right? They, they don't take it for granted. It's like, we're here, let's go. But the, the crowd, that's one of the things. When you look at the performers, you look at behind the scenes and everything, but the crowd makes the show, like, uh, another level, you know? It's a beautiful thing.
3: Yeah, they're into every match, too. And I, I think a lot of it, too, with these, uh, you know, international crowds, a lot of it, too, is if you watch international sports, world football, the crowd's into the game the whole time. Right. It's, it's a celebration of everything. They're singing and dancing, singing and cheering, even if their team's losing 3 <laughs> yeah. 0. So I, I think that transfers over to pro wrestling where they're just cheering and chanting and they have things to sing about and they're excited. And it makes it great. Beautiful thing, like you said. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was dope. It was dope.
0: Yeah. Right.
1: So let's, I don't want to break down every match too much, but we'll run through it here real quick. Uh, Bianca Belair defends her Raw Women's Championship, I'm guessing, for the last time because she, for some reason, was drafted over to SmackDown, Hmm. which, you know, perfect sense there. Uh Um, (laughs) Uh-oh. Don't uh get them started. I was going to say, don't ask a question, Dave. Don't ask a question. (laughs) Right, right. But she she defended against Io Sky last night, had some backfiring interference from her damage control mates, which wasn't enough. It wasn't enough. But she really didn't need him. EO was awesome last night. And the crazy part about the match was the crowd was cheering for EO like crazy. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, Bianca, I, you know, it was for, for those that remember the Hogan Rock match at WrestleMania. Oh, yeah. That the everybody was expecting that Hogan was going to get booed out of the building and it totally went the other way thanks to the gang in Toronto. This was kind of the same. I mean, Bianca was not getting a good reception, which I were you surprised by that guys?
2: Uh again different different territory, right? So I think and I think a lot of times, you know, the again, the crowd being a part of the show, they know the power they have, you know, and that just added to the excitement of what we were watching there. Some different definitely gave us something to talk about here, right?
3: Yeah, I think I think Sky even though she's a heel is a, a very Cheerable heel, I guess that's a way to put it Like a lot of people still like her And then she had a great match And even though we love Bianca I think sometimes longtime champions run into this Like they've they've been the champ for such a long time And the fans anticipate Oh my gosh, I might see a title change So now they start really getting pumped behind the challenge I don't think it's necessarily a slight on Bianca As much as it is an opportunity to experience A WWE title change On a pay-per-view You know, in your home country
1: yeah, and I think that everybody, because it was the first match of the night, kind of had hope that was going to happen. You know, usually that, you know, you want that first match to be a super hot match. Right. And, you know, it was. You know, I think the interesting thing about you and you're hinting at the you know, damage control breaking up is her style just, you know, doesn't seem to go heelish very well to me. You know, she is well, no. a flyer. She can do so much in the ring, and and you know, but she also you know, did a lot of mat wrestling too. I, I was pretty impressed with her last night. I think that was really a, a breakout performance for her.
3: Yeah, I would agree with you. And she got plenty of love on the media too. I was looking at some of the uh, ESPN talked it up pretty big about Sky's performance. You know, it was a big spot for her, and she's she's had some big matches before. But you're this is Bianca Belair. The, the, the top dog, you know, and she had a chance. And she showed up because Bianca can make you look bad. She's right. she's so good yeah. that she can make you look not even intentionally, you know.
1: It's just she's an incredible she, athlete.
3: She's such a great athlete, and Sky was right there the yeah. whole time. Yeah, it was it was a great match it last really night.
1: It was. But uh, Bianca holds on to her title, so she'll be, I guess, doing a pass-off here pretty soon. We'll We'll see how that fiasco turns out uh Seth Rollins going against Omos and I gotta say Omos looked good last night I I gotta give the big man credit I was really surprised I was worried that Rollins was gonna just make him look terrible but Omos did a very good job against Seth Rollins yesterday
2: yeah I believe that I think that they're uh starting to you know as he as he matures in the business um, you're starting to see more of his worth, right? So WrestleMania was like, ah, okay, whatever. But he's starting to step it up. I, you know, I watched some interviews of him, and he's definitely, you know, getting more involved. And I think behind the scenes sees that, you know, him playing a bigger role for the size and you know ability that he has. So yeah, it was a, it was a good match. I like it was entertaining. It was, I, yeah, it was I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it.
1: Yeah. So it'll be nice to see. I mean, if, if you can get a seven foot four dude. To be able to perform well consistently, look out right. that I mean that is a superstar in the making. So you yeah, know, I think oh good, I, th- I think you
3: put all your time into him like that. When you have that much potential, you have to give them every single chance you can.
1: In yeah. my opinion, we had uh, Austin Theory retaining the United States Championship last night in his three way battle with Bobby Lashley and Bronson Reed. You know, thought everybody wrestled a solid match, you know, Austin. Kind of steals one away at the end. He's a sneaky little booger, yeah, that, to, say, to yep. say the least. But but well wrestled match. I thought everybody looked good.
2: Yeah, yeah, yeah. As as expected.
3: Yeah, I I like Lashley. I I thought Lashley might come out with the belt, but I think they'll probably do what Lashley in theory again. I would imagine a rematch.
1: Yeah, because Reed did take the fall on that yeah. after so. after Lashley knocked him out. And
3: I think ultimately Lashley's going to get the belt, and Theory's going to move up, or you know, move up as far as go after one of the. One of the seven world championships.
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Maybe they'll make a theory world championship. Right. Yeah, but yeah. but I but I
3: hope they don't mark because I wouldn't even want to see you if that happened. <laughs> <laughs> if that right, would just right. be uh, the end of the mark. It'd be called the David Different Show. Yeah, <laughs>
2: It right. would He'd be out. bad. Done with wrestling.
1: But but I I will say with Austin Theory, he looks better and better, and you can just see oh, yeah. why WWE is putting their time into him because he is just gaining so much poise, and you can tell. You know, from the beginning of the whole thing with Vince McMahon to now, he's getting very comfortable with what he's doing. And, I mean, the sky's the limit for the dude. I mean, and he looks great. I mean, that guy, you can tell, is spending a lot of time in the gym. And, you know, I think he gets it, you know, which is and which is hard. You know, he really understands what to do in the ring. He understands psychology. He understands his role. And, you know, I'm, I'm starting to get pretty impressed with Austin Theory.
2: Yeah, he's definitely growing into that role. I mean, initially it was like, ah, oh, they're going, you know, when they start to push somebody, you always question it like, man, why this guy? But then over time, you start to see the evolution and you're like, okay. And yeah. he, you know, yeah. he becomes that guy and I could see him, you know, being top of the game here.
3: Yeah, I think you it, it, with a guy like him too. You you're investing in what you're going to get, so you're kind of taking him now, and you're going okay. He doesn't do everything now, right? But we know as we give him these opportunities, he's going to get it, and he's going to put it together. Because you look, I look at theory, and I'm like, he's going to be an incredible baby face at a point when he turns, and that's how I look at. So he has that versatility. You know, like he checks all the boxes. He has yeah. all five tools. There's there's nothing. What's the five tools that he can't get? I would say it's work. It's uh, it's ring work, it's promo, it's uh, versatility, it's um, I knew you were going to ask me this <laughs> work, work promo, versatility, look, okay, and um, why'd you ask me this? Dude? oh
2: mm-hmm. yeah we'll come back in the nine o'clock of, hour and, yeah we'll think, yeah. Of, think of <laughs> <laughs> number five
3: there and i have it written down on a post-it note on my desk so i really
1: can't believe i can't think of this this just <laughs> <laughs> goes with my weekend <laughs> well, it's been a long weekend for all of us four is good oh man and i'll tell you what while we're since <laughs> i'll tell you what I'm, I'm gonna give you a little time here brian to think about <laughs> this all right and we will uh, head into a commercial break as soon as i have everything ready to go because you guys all came in and I suppose I should have the one thing that I need to control everything in here. That would be good. Yeah, yeah so I'm on a roll, too. We're just screwing it all up on the Mark Oak Show. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Unbelievable. David Difference, Brian Ronovich, Mark Oak with you here. And, of course, don't forget, coming up in a little while, we're going to have Bodhi, or uh, not Bodie Young Prodigy Uh-oh. on the show, the 15-year-old phenom, so stick around for that. I have a that.
3: funny story about Simbodi and BYP. Uh-oh. That At the 9 o'clock hour. All right. That's the
1: tie We'll be right back. The Mark Hoke Show is proud to announce our partnership with Pro Wrestling's premier charity, the Cauliflower Alley Club. For nearly 60 years, the CAC has stood strong assisting members of the wrestling industry in their times of need. Please join us in supporting the Cauliflower Alley Club by becoming a member for just $25 a year or make an individual donation today. Go to caulifloweralleyclub.org and give back to the people that have brought us so much entertainment and joy in pro wrestling. Once again, that's caulifloweralleyclub.org.
0: This is the Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Here again, your host, Mark Hoke.
1: And we are back on the Mark Hoke Show on on 1015FM. Talk of Las Vegas' is the best in pro wrestling news and entertainment. The David Difference, Brian Ronovich from Las Vegas Wrestling Scene dot com.
3: That's right. There it is. <laughs> Thank you, sir.
1: (laughs) You know, guys, I got to say, I think we could all use a little coffee today. Yeah. You guys think we could use a coffee?
3: I hope you're doing a spot for somebody who's bringing some in.
1: I wish I was. (laughs) But after we're done, you know, if we want to, we could head over to Unique Eats. There it is. Coffee and smoothie bar over there. Plus, of course, unbelievable breakfast, pastas, award-winning pizzas from celebrity chef Dominic Tedesco. It is the place to go. So, if you're driving around Vegas and you're saying, man, I need to fill up for the rest of the day, get on over there to 3100 South Durango, Suite 100 at Unique Eats and just have a great time. Enjoy food. Terrific atmosphere. It's Jazz Day. Oh, is it? At 11 o'clock. Live yeah. Jazz? Live Jazz. Oh, uh, I was Live
2: just talking jazz. about that last night. Well, That's if we the We need an MC. Oh, ladies the and gentlemen. Difference. Yeah. There he goes. Is. All right. Got a Move Jazz.
1: Smooth Jazz. <laughs> <laughs> so, Check it out. Uh, go to uniqueeatslv.com on the website. They have full catering services. Pretty much everything you need, anything you want. Just get on over there. Unique Eats, 3100 South Durango Suite 100. All right, back to Backlash. Now, guys, I got to say, this next match made me cry.
2: Ah, uh, I think I know. Yeah, this was the, uh, I think,
1: I'm reading your mind right now. Got a, Got a tear in my eye on this one, just a little. Rhea Ripley against Zelina Vega. Yep, yep, yep oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. That right. was that was
2: magical. So when I was watching it, like, um, that was the moment. Like, everybody, if you're watching that and if you don't feel some emotion in that moment. Yeah. Like, the reason I love this business is the passion, the love that people have for it. So just to see her trying to hold it together there, mm-hmm. like, feeling that love, that energy, like, that, that was the best part
1: of the night. Of course, if you, if you don't know Zelina Vega is Puerto Rican in heritage, and came in, she had a ring outfit, you know, like the Puerto Rican flag. And actually her cape, when she lifted it up, was a Puerto Rican flag. Yeah, that's pretty cool. And came in with her family at ringside and, you know, had a great showing. I mean, the match was solid. You pretty much knew she was not going to win. But but I have to say they, they did a decent job with a couple teases during the match. You know, but, but Rhea, of course, ends up winning this thing. And she retains her SmackDown Women's Championship which she'll be, I guess, giving up here pretty shortly because she's going
3: raw. How do you feel about that, Mark?
1: Oh, I'm just ecstatic. Uh, there it is. Can you see me jumping up and down in the booth, guys? I do, I do. I'm excited. But Rhea Ripley, another dominant performance last night, looked great, and and it was fun to see her get booed like she's supposed to. Mm-hmm. Right, right, you know? right. But that was a, a great crowd, and you know, Selena was just so emotional getting to to wrestle in, on the island, and good for her. Uh then we well then, then the Puerto Rican Express continued for just about everybody on the planet, I think, right, <laughs> yeah, they brought everybody back, bad bunny, and yes, it is the bad bunny, that bad bunny, not some dude running around calling himself a bunny dude he this is the Grammy winner bad bunny, of course, he's had a couple matches in w w e his first singles match he's going against his original tag team partner from Wrestlemania a couple years ago Damian Priest also and i didn't know they were from the same hometown in Puerto Rico didn't know that
2: uh, are they i yeah. thought Damian Priest was from uh New York and just uh
3: yeah i thought he was too that's
1: what uh, well, that's what they said on let's the podcast uh, well. last uh, night let's
3: ask know. michael cole so
1: well i'm i'm just <laughs> hey i'm no. just going with what the man said all right but,
3: yeah, yeah
1: you never know but the dreaded San Juan street fight. Now, I was a little nervous about this one because, well, it's Bad Bunny. Even though he's done a great job when he's wrestled, it's still a celebrity and he's going on his own in this match. One, massive credit to Damian Priest for taking this match for 25 minutes. Oh yeah, They had a little break in there. Yeah. But a terrific job and Bad Bunny, I thought, was looked like he belonged he really did Uh, you know that man loves professional wrestling and and it shows and he put the work in and he and Damian Priest just you know I I'm I'm not going to call it like a five-star you know all-timer but people aren't going to forget that match for a while if they saw it I mean it was it was solid and of course we had all sorts of appearances Savio Vega Carlito uh, you know the latin world order Rey mysterio i mean just everybody got involved in this match it was it was crazy uh, david would you what would you think on this one uh, yeah a lot
2: so bringing in bad bunny i think it's an amazing thing like we got different celebrities nowadays we used to bring in celebrities and they just it, they didn't belong
3: in the ring but well, they didn't make an effort right right you know?
2: right yeah I, I, and i think it's a different ball game definitely. now you're getting people that are passionate about it and it definitely shows and are able to tell a story so you got those high class performers like he could definitely tell a story, but then also bringing out you know Savio Vega and Carlito got a huge pop. Oh, that's my man. guy. I seen yeah, him the day right? in sushi out here in Las Vegas. Like <laughs> that's my guy right there. So they popped, and I would love to see him back in there like more on a full time yeah, schedule. Yeah,
3: that'd be cool for sure. That yeah. was my guy. But overall, yeah,
2: and the match was definitely entertaining. I think in a match like that, you're always like, oh, what are they going to do next? What are they going to do next? Yeah, and they just pulled out all the stops, man. It was it was good stuff. Shout out to Bad Bunny.
1: I'm, I, I didn't realize, though, that uh, Dominic Mysterio and Finn Balor would be super scared of Savio Vega. Right. <laughs> I didn't, I, did did, did yeah. he get superpowers on the island? Or? Yeah,
2: maybe. I'm, I guess that adrenaline, right?
1: That yeah. You never know. That that was the one spot that I thought was kind of – I mean, it was cool that he showed up. But what, what happened was they, Dominic and Finn had done a run in and Carlito was in there and Rey Mysterio and everybody, and they were trying to get away. And all of a sudden – Savio Vega shows up at the end of the aisle where they're trying to escape from, and they stopped. Right. Now, I don't, I don't know about you, Dave, but, you know, for example, if you and I saw Brian just pop up, I'm thinking two-on-one, I think we're all right. Uh, you know?
2: I, 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 I'm a little, you know. You know what I mean? It's, I would it's, it's just a little well, thing. Well, but.
1: here's the thing. So, let's run it back. Mark
2: Hulk the Booker. <laughs> hulk okay. right? Okay. Uh, here comes Savio Vega, and they just plow through him.
3: Yeah, exactly. Crickets. I think they were worried about who was behind him. <laughs> right. right? Does he well, have anybody else coming? Yeah, I think for that. I mean, <laughs> Were they going to pull
2: Carlos
1: Cologne out too? And ah, <laughs> oh, damn, I uh, doubt it. Yeah, <laughs> right. But yeah, but it was it was cool. But I, they need the better graphic for Savio. By the way, well, I mean, well, I think I could have made that graphic, and I'm terrible at it. What well, was it? The flag and no, it was just like it was his name, and I think it was black letters with a white outline, and then another outline in pink that was it. It kind of yeah. looked like a puffy cloud. Uh. <laughs> but I,
3: I think the reason Savio was just standing there and staring him down is because, I mean, you had the crowd going crazy. Yeah. And you got to let that pop go. And then you can kind of, you know. Well, he, and he, he, he looked he, good in the end, too. Savio looked pretty good. Those chops look good. Oh, he's, yeah. He's
2: definitely he's
1: good.
3: older.
1: Yeah.
2: Oh, I'm,
3: yeah, for sure. Yeah, I'm just saying. That's, that's probably the only moves he can do. Give him a break, mark I man, am come a, on just, man
1: I'm just saying the it's great what the hell man I just yeah. never I just never saw people running from Savio Vega like that, hey, you know what? I never saw
2: what the gobbly until I saw him <laughs> <laughs> and then, and then it was a thing right, yeah,
1: where was Hector Guerrero <laughs> on all this? We could have brought him <laughs> in, too but 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 yeah. seriously though, great match and uh you know, good for bad bunny i'm a little a little worried about Damien going forward, but I think with all hell broke loose in that match, so. He might get a pass on this. Yeah, yeah. I think his star is rising. Yeah, he's all right. Definitely. Uh Bloodline match. Bloodline gets the win, uh, solo Sikoa, Jay and Jimmy Uso taking on Matt Riddle and the undisputed tag team champions, who apparently now are free to go where they want, even though they were drafted to raw <clears throat> uh-uh. Come on, man. Against Matt Riddle, of course, <laughs> Kevin O and Sammy Zayn. Uh a lot of dissension between Solo and Jay. So we're kind of getting teased that that's coming at some point. Solo apparently wasn't happy getting slap tagged. I guess, but uh, you know, still kind of portraying Solo as he's got it together and the Usos' so heads are out of the game. But they end up coming up with a victory on there. I, I did feel bad for them because of the where the match was placed, though. I mean, you got that stuck right between Cody Rhodes and Brock Lesnar, and that war for Bad Bunny, uh, it, right. And the, I mean, the crowd's still held in there, but you know that's that's kind of a tough match placement for that, guys. Don't you think? Yeah,
3: I would think so. I mean, just from the standpoint of... But, well, I mean, yes, but also, though, when you have two teams that have plenty of heat, I think they probably thought they were safe. But the Bad Bunny match was just over the top, and so many people were pumped for Cody and Brock. It probably, you're probably right, Mark. It probably wasn't the best spot for it. But, I mean, were you going to push Bad Bunny further down? Because I don't think you're going to go with the kevin owens Sami Zayn bloodline match earlier in the card i you know what i mean like it would just main event at a wrestlemania so i don't think you're gonna i mean i know it's a six man this time but still i don't think you're gonna push that one down or at least not too far yeah that's so good. i think you're kind of in a tough spot because you can't go bad bunny too early but you know? at, at
2: the same time I, I believe it's on and you know I, obviously i'm not a wrestler right but they could have done some more magical things in for that sure, match, for right? Sure. And then, like, kept the tone going. But, you know, sometimes
3: so. it's tough, you know, if the crowd's kind of quiet they kind of cool off. Yeah. Well, I,
2: know. Yeah. It was, I mean, it
3: that's was called. a good match. Okay. I mean, that's,
2: that's all you're saying.
3: Yeah. Yeah. You know, so you get, a, you get cool off a little bit, right? And then you're right, like, ooh, right. I don't want to cheer this match.
2: Yeah. yeah, Nah, but it was, uh, as far as the match, like, it was a cool match. You know, yeah. I'm not hyped on Zane and, uh, Owens. Owens, yeah. I'm not hyped on them. But the bloodline, I mean, all day, every day.
3: I think I think my biggest problem with Zane and Owens is that you know Kevin Owens is going to turn. He, when Kevin Owens is a babyface, for me, it's like when Randy Orton is a babyface. Mm-hmm. You always know the heel turn is coming. Right. So you really, for me, it's always hard to really invest in him as babyfaces because I know they're going to turn heel. I just don't trust Kevin Owens ever in these situations. I want
1: Sammy to turn on Kevin. Mm. Well, Now, that would be f- a nice little twist, wouldn't yeah, it? Yeah. yeah. I would like that.
3: Yeah. Yeah, go for it.
1: He's done it to him a million times. So, But I,
3: I also think maybe one of the reasons there wasn't the energy in that match, too, is like we just saw it as a WrestleMania main event, and they had the tag team rematch, and now here it comes again. This time it's six; it's a trio, six, man, whatever you want to call it. So to me, it just seems like it was maybe overdone. We could have probably done one less match.
2: Yeah, I think I, I think the whole take on that match was what's going to happen with the bloodline, the Usos right, and right. Solo. Um, that's that's that, what I was watching it for. Yeah, it like, absolutely, okay, same here. I same didn't see here. him winning the titles, but I was like, what, what is this going to lead to? Yeah, yeah no, so, I agree.
1: So we'll see where that turns out, and then main event: Cody Rhodes, Brock Lesnar, and uh, yeah, solid match. You know, Cody took a beating, and then Brock. Well, Brock hardweighted weighted. For those that don't know what that means, when you bleed in a match and you don't do something to cause that yourself, that's called uh, doing it the hard way. Cody had uh, pulled a turnbuckle pad off, and Cody managed to, later on in the match, bounce Brock's head off of said turnbuckle, and uh, which is exposed steel, and Brock just cut himself to shreds. Yikes! So, but I, I thought it was a, a good visual, but Cody ends up getting the victory after uh, being stuck in a Kamora lock, which is kind of a nice uh, arm lock hold to try and get him to submit and manage to roll Lesnar up. And Cody Rhodes continues the story with a bleeding Brock Lesnar stuck in the middle of the ring, defeated. Thoughts?
2: Uh, Well, I'll tell you what. I watched this super late. So I I saw the beginning, dozed off, woke up, and saw blood, and I was like, ah, I missed something good. You know, I'm an old school guy that, you know, I like to see some of that action there. But I don't know. I mean, was it a great match?
3: It was okay. I bet it was okay.
2: Main event?
1: Like the yeah. best match oh, of the night? Yeah, uh,
3: oh, no, no. Not the best match, no. Definitely yeah. not.
1: No, but I, but I I did think that it was interesting that, number one, Brock was definitely willing to do the job. Right. And number two was willing to, you know, take a take a cut like that to help put Cody over. I mean, that was... You know that's saying a lot because Brock doesn't do that for everybody. So you know, pretty uh, pretty good statement in you know in terms of supporting Cody Rhodes in his quest to win whatever title it's going to be. But you know, I, I mean, solid match. Crowd was into Cody and that was, uh, that Brock. Was... Brock, we've seen more kindler,
3: gentler Brock really since he came back at SummerSlam here. You know, it's been he's he's put guys over. Way more than he was before when he was, you know, never losing and he'd lose the belt and triple threat and wouldn't wouldn't take the pin. So, you know, Brock is, I, I just looks to me from the outside that he's been way more of a team player over the last two years and it's made things more interesting because now when he's in a match, you're not just assuming he's going to win.
2: Right, right, right. Yeah, I would agree with that. I wasn't so.
3: overwhelmed with the finish, but especially because you know if it's going to lead to another one, but because uh, I think Cody could have lost that match. To be honest, and I don't think it would have ruined everything, but regardless, it was
1: fine. So, just overall take on backlash. What are you guys' thoughts coming out of this? Because I mean, there were some, a few things happened that kind of pushed some storylines forward a little bit. But you know, overall, I mean, I I take the card as a great show in terms of fitting it into the big picture. Hmm.
0: Eh, eh
1: there yeah i think it was
2: one of those uh one-off different shows i mean obviously in different territory and just the crowd reaction so i think it expanded the brand of wwe like being out there and you know giving them that show i mean that show was pretty much for that crowd mm-hmm. um and then as far as storyline i mean what do you expect
3: well like you said too they push certain things through it's one of those twe- those in between pay-per-views in between right. the big ones with SummerSlam coming up in a couple months uh, it was okay, maybe what a C plus was it? This was the first show since uh,
2: WrestleMania. Yes, Backlash yeah. usually is right. Right, yeah. it's like yep. yeah. So I remember back in the days, not maybe back in the days, but Backlash was like follow up. Let's continue the yep. story. Yep. Yeah, I, I don't think we got too much out of this one as far as uh, storyline
3: goes. Two, two really, really good women's champions. Two great women's champions. I think maybe the best two at one time at in both brands. Wow. Right. At that's least even, in the last five, six years, I would say. Yeah. Sure. I mean, you're. Oh, yeah, as far as just oh, two, like, su- in my opinion, my opinion.
1: I'm not necessarily disagreeing with you. You know, no, just I'm, You're just comparing, you know, when you say something like that, just think about, you I know, am. for everybody who you're comparing that to. Like I a am. Becky Charlotte or Sasha and Sasha and Becky or so on. I mean, that's. You know, I that's, love
3: Charlotte Flair. I think she's the best women's wrestler of all time but I'm talking like both champions. I think yeah. Rhea is as good or better than Becky and Sasha, and I think Bianca is just on the same level as Charlotte. So I don't think that's really a big statement, But I, and I'm not detracting from the other ladies. And They're let's not forget about two. Wendy Richter. Oh, or, or well, let's not mention Moolah.
2: <laughs> right. She wasn't very Can we? nice.
3: Well, so we No, she hasn't been like, she just, you know, it was one of those things you learned about grooming, and she wasn't very nice to her, her troupe. Yeah, so to speak.
1: Yeah, she she ruled women's wrestling with an iron fist. Different
2: times, different. Uh, there was a 100%. lot of stuff that would not different. fly now. Oh, we're, for sure, we're in a different for world. Sure. I don't even know how wrestling survives uh, with these changes. That, but let's not get into that. We, uh, you yeah, know, we don't need no history. We're all in a talk. good mood. <laughs> <laughs>
1: well, we're when we come back, we're going to talk about somebody else who's in a really good mood right now, and that is Tony Khan. Because in case you didn't hear a certain little event, also overseas, sold a few tickets this week. Just a couple. So stick around for that and a whole lot more. Of course, we're going to have a Bodie Young prodigy coming up on the show as well, 15-year-old phenom wrestler here in Las Vegas. So stick around. A whole lot more to come on the Mark Hoke Show here on K Dawn. We'll be right back.
0: In a kayfabe world, Las Vegas Wrestling Scene.com brings you the real story. Las Vegas Wrestling Scene is the source for pro wrestling news, along with their up to date events calendar. Visit Las Vegas 1015 FM K Don. You're listening to the number one professional wrestling radio show in Vegas, The Mark Hoke Show. The Mark Hoke Show. Now, here again is Mark Hoke.
1: And we are back. Final segment, hour number one. Because, of course, this is two hours of pro wrestling news and entertainment and all sorts of great stuff that we like to bring here. The David Difference, Brian Ronovich from Las Vegas Wrestling Scene.com as well on board with us of course Bodie young prodigy coming up here shortly guys in so. the green room oh man we can't wait this is I'm, this is gonna be a lot of fun
2: i'm excited i'm excited me too
1: i'm just me too. i'm just hoping it doesn't like do a 450 splash on me or something
2: well wouldn't that be good for ratings
1: well it, it would, would yeah but it, it would, would be good for me Right, well, but, but, but ratings—we're ratings, here though, Mark. for the ratings. Well, your name is on the sign. <laughs> the ratings—you have
3: to do whatever it takes. The ratings—it is up to you. Mark.
1: I, I suppose there there are some finishers that I would prefer to take over others. That I, uh, hmm, that's a tough call. Well, We'll see. Like I'm, I'm thinking well, of some of the let's FSW start guys. let put
3: that into play, David. Difference, and see if we can. <laughs> It's a really there. great video of Mark taking finishers. Ah, and, ah, that'd be good. Wouldn't it be great? That'd be Instagram, great. Man. Absolutely. Mark Let's Instagram. take, it's for the team. Mark, remember when the faction was here, they do everything for the team. It's not about individuals. Mm-hmm. So you need to take all of the spots. Yes, the not finishes. just about
0: talking,
2: Mark. It's about, about learning. We're learning. They're we teaching lessons. See. It's about
1: you guys causing me pain. We want to the... see what
2: it looks like. <laughs>
3: Life <laughs> Come is pain. On. Life is pain. And brother. we want
1: others to see oh. it. God, we're
3: just trying to help the show.
1: We're gonna go. We're gonna go out and put him off the roof, and I'm gonna get fired, and oh, it'll be bad. But uh, Bodie Young is coming <laughs> up in a little bit. <laughs> I mean, uh, but one guy who's uh, who's not gonna be taking any finishers, except uh, I think his finish is running to the bank with a sack of cash, is Tony Khan, the owner and CEO of All Elite Wrestling. Of course, everybody was ridiculing Tony when he booked his show all out at Wembley stadium in London, which has a capacity of 90,000 guys, they sold 50,000 tickets in the presale. They've sold another around uh, 10 to 15,000 tickets. So they're right. They're over the 60,000 mark so far with no matches announced on this card. Zero. They could put up, like Will Nightingale and Sky Blue as the main event and that's what you will get now highly doubtful they would do that i wouldn't but, think so you know well maybe
3: pretty probably but hey, the tickets are sold already right yeah, so you got what them what difference does it matter you got them why not? <laughs> what difference does it you make? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do heard- that would be funny. It would be really funny. <laughs> <laughs> We're gonna- hey, Can it's, to a-
1: it's our final AEW dark show right, oh, at Wembley God. Stadium. It's, right. it's Bear, a bunch of squash matches. It's Bear Bronson against Pretty Peter Avalon in the uh, main event. Yeah. Nah, that's, yeah. That would be painful. That would be a good twist. But you know, one thing that struck me about this, there's, there's, there's two points that I want to make coming out of this. Is Number one, One thing I couldn't believe was how many people were just shredding AEW and just coming up with all this crazy stuff about, you know, they cut the seating capacity to 40,000. You know, there's no way they're going to sell these tickets. And when they did sell the tickets, they were just ripping AEW apart. And I can't understand why you would be rooting for something in professional wrestling like that to fail. It's good for everybody. It's good for the industry. It's good for the performers. It's good for the fans. The more competition you have out there, the better off everybody is. And it, it, the, the hate that came out about this was just absolutely blowing me away. And, it, and one thing that I, I can't stand is when you're jealous of somebody who's successful and you tear them apart instead of looking and saying, you know what, look what that guy did. Nice job. Right. Way to go, right. guys, So let me ask your thoughts on on all that. How are you feeling about what AEW has done with this show in Wembley, guys? Uh, Dave, why don't you fire away? Uh, so tell me this: Who is hating? Who who is the who's the most vocal about? it? Oh, there's just a ton of people on Twitter and social media. So this it's the
2: fans, fans, yeah. right? Oh, the fans hating. Um, yeah, I, I again, I would have no clue why they would. What's the, what's their what's their stance?
3: I think it's because they pick a side. And that's what you see with this WWE. You're AW. W- yeah, like okay. it would be no different if it's like when WWE goes to Saudi. You hear a lot from the AEW fans of like, oh, they're going to be in Saudi Arabia, and you, you hear that kind of thing. It's it's really weird. Like they don't root for each other; they root against each other. They want WWE show to stink. They want AW show to stink. They want the ratings to be poor. It's very strange.
2: Brand beef. But we
3: all look at it. But Mark, we all look at it from a big picture perspective, right? You know, fans aren't. They only see it in this little window of who they watch and who they root for. So if they love WWE, they don't want anything to come around that could mess up the WWE picture they have or vice versa. And I think that's why you see probably mostly WWE fans hoping that the AEW Wembley Stadium experiment is a huge failure, which obviously it isn't going to be.
2: Yeah, I don't even understand. Like, I I don't know. People people are – crazy these days yeah everybody's got an opinion it's like i don't even get it like if it's not for you don't watch it don't even talk about it but they want to spew this negativity you know and i don't get it i agree with you mark it's like it's good for the business um it's good for everybody whether you're a fan or not it like gives you a different perspective somebody else doing something different i mean the world evolves Mm -hmm. that's that's a part of life right yeah Yeah. you
1: you know you, you as a wrestling fan you should be enjoying this you should be thrilled that these two companies are pushing each other to the limit Plus, then it brings in, you know, you have Impact, who's stepped up their game considerably, right. and other companies. You, know, you see indie promotions, you know, like, for example, all the ones that are flying around in Las Vegas, not just FSW. You know, there, there's so many opportunities for people in the industry, and, you know, not just performers, but, you know, people that are, you know, doing booking and promotions and so on, to expand what they're doing because you're popularizing wrestling even more. Why would you not want that? I don't know. That's just me. But the other thing that I want to mention about this is now we've seen what happened over in Puerto Rico. And now this man, are we missing the boat on doing more shows overseas? Guys, we've got about a minute. Um, I think,
2: again, for us, we get shows. It's so common. It's like oh, Smackdown's here. I'll see them next time they're in town. Uh, pay-per-view's here. I'll see it next year when they come out out there. It's like it's rare. You know, so you gotta get in there and get that experience, so I do think it's magical, I mean, you know you definitely don't wanna overdo it. I'm not a huge fan of the Saudi shows, but other than that, yeah,
3: I'm- yeah, I agree they could <laughs> find i mean i i'm not gonna I don't like you know I don't wanna take money out of anybody's pockets, but it's just a matter of you know there's definitely other places you know that's just really uh that's a tough one for me too, <laughs> you know. Yeah, there like are. Like, I some, want to support the business, but I also look at the situation and be like, Ugh, yeah, not so you much. Know.
1: Yeah, there's there's places that we would prefer that they yeah. didn't do shows, but you know what are you going to do? But I think, but I think it's exciting to see that there are so many wrestling fans around the world yeah. that are so passionate about what's going on that they'll buy a ticket without even knowing who's mm-hmm. going to be there.
3: And that crowd will be amazing there too. Oh, that Wembley
1: crowd will be crazy. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. All right, guys. Hey, that's our number one. But there's much more to come as we are going to be welcoming in a very special guest, Bodie young Prodigy, 15 15-year-old stud. I mean, this kid can go. If you've never seen him, I'm telling you, you are missing out. This is a future superstar in the making. I mean, he's already pretty darned good, but he's going to be something really special. And, uh, you know, we're very happy to get him on the show so, coming up next, it is going to be Bodie Young Prodigy, plus a whole lot more on The Mark Hoke Show here on K Don. Make sure you follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show, Facebook, The Mark Hoke Show, markhokeshow.com, and of course, YouTube, everywhere else. Look us up. We'll be right back. Want more of The Mark Hoke Show? Follow us on Twitter at Mark Hoke Show.